Simple Life Together, Episode 51. Jumpstart your simplicity journey with our Simplicity Quick Start Guide. Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Well, on the last episode of the show, we shared our top 20 websites on simplicity, minimalism, lifestyle, and other sites we turn to for inspiration. Now, we know that not everyone has been listening to our show since we started a year ago, so we wanted to highlight some info from our last 50 shows to help give you a jumpstart on simplifying your life in the coming year. So consider it a simplicity quick start guide. As we mentioned in the last show, we'll be taking December off from the podcast and concentrating on some writing projects and planning our journey for the year ahead. So with that, get ready for some life-simplifying highlights as we do a quick recap. So let's get started. Well, we got to do a little disclaimer first. Your audio is going to be a little bit different today. We are actually recording this in our brand new teardrop camper. Yes. We're staying in Vanessa's sister's driveway. Right? Yeah. It's about 30 <laughs> degrees outside. Yes. Uh-huh. We're kind of cozied up here in the camper. So we're using some uh, portable recording stuff. So if it sounds like uh, we have colds or it sounds a little <laughs> bit different, that's why. Just wanted to let you know. So we always call what we're uh, doing uh, a journey because we always seem to be learning new things and, you know, paring down to less and less and finding ourselves in new circumstances all along the way. But in the beginning, it sure helps to have a little bit of a roadmap. And we've never been the type to tell you this is what you need to do or claim to be the expert in any particular area. You know, your journey is up to you. But it's nice to have a general idea in mind, isn't it? Yes. And so... You know when you're working on a puzzle, Finesse, mm-hmm. and so you're putting all the pieces together, well, what's the first thing that you kind of look for when you start the puzzle? What do you do? The border pieces, the edge pieces. That's, okay, so you do the edge pieces. Uh-huh. Well, how do you gauge how you're doing along the way? What do you judge the pieces that you've put together? What do you judge that against? I don't know. What do you mean? Like the, the against the picture itself, the end. Yes, yeah. Yes. So you judge it against the box. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So... We wanted this show to kind of serve as, like you said, a quick start guide along the way, mm-hmm. but also the cover of the puzzle box. Right? <laughs> that's pretty cool. So that's what we wanted. It's nice to have the cover of the box. <laughs> yeah. Puzzles would kind of suck if it didn't have the cover of the box. <laughs> right? It would be a heck of a lot harder, wouldn't it? <laughs> so what we did was we broke it down into five categories, and we listed some of our most popular topics in each one of these five categories. So this way, you can go back and listen to those shows that you may have missed or re-listen to them. You know, maybe you listened to them a long time ago. But whatever your simplicity goals are, you can kind of check these out by category. So here are the five categories that we used. And the first one is called Starting Out, the Decision to Simplify. That's Uh, the first category. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is Simplifying Everyday Life. Then the third one is Organizing What You Have. The fourth one is designing your lifestyle. And then finally, your digital life simplified. I think you'll be covering that one, won't you? Well. You're kind of the tech guy. That's that's what I do. That's what I do. All right. So the first one is starting out the decision to simplify. So beginning our simple journey was episode 29. And that one was really about us and the lead up to our journey that we are on now. And it talks about how we finally started to simplify our lives. And then what we also offer in that podcast is some cautions for your journey. And we share some victories and struggles. And we kind of talk about 
the story about the American dream and how kind of like we're trying to redefine what the American dream is to us. Well, and we started the American dream story, too, is that one of the... Um, the fisherman, yes, right. The, the fisherman in the, the Spanish village, and then the, yeah. the American businessman who was down there. We kind of went through that story, mm-hmm. and I think that's also the one where we put out our about us video. Yeah. Finally, mm-hmm. yeah, episode twenty nine. So uh, simplelifetogether dot com slash zero two nine will get you there. And then the next one we uh, wanted to hit on for those of you who are just starting out is episode nine, our edit and forget it challenge. And initially, this started as. 2013 things to eliminate from your life in uh, in 2013 but that's kind of evolved now and it's just going to be an ongoing thing that we do edit and forget it and you can start anytime you want but a lot of people do wait for the new year to start things like that so right. just stop if you're starting out for the new year heck check out episode nine and uh, and you'll probably have a, a real good jump start on your edit and forget. yeah and the thing is is that we you know when we start our simplicity journey we knew that we wanted to edit some things in our lives and we needed it to be something of a challenge. And so this seemed like it was a challenge enough to be something that you need to really work at, right? Right. So that number was, um, it was significant enough, but probably not too daunting once you kind of went through the exercise and whatnot. But again, like Dan said, it's really not about the numbers. It's really about going through the process of identifying what's really important to you. And it's been amazing the feedback that we've gotten so far and the people who have actually signed up for the Edit and Forget It Challenge. Um, but it's a it's it's a good thing to start with. It's a good goal, and, and really, um, it's only it's less than six things per day. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's again, it's not the number that matters, and there are no real rules, but there are guidelines available um, on that episode at simplelifetogether.com/slash zero zero nine. Right. So the next one is becoming minimalist, and that was episode eleven, and this is where we actually got a chance to interview Joshua Becker from Becoming Minimalist, and he shares his journey from its inception, basically of how he decided that he wanted to simplify his life instead of managing his things. He wanted to spend more time with his family and the things that were more important to him. So it was really neat to kind of get his perspective. And uh, we also talk about um, in that episode. What's really interesting is is you know a lot of people in our community are asking, you know, how do we get other people on board? How do we get our loved ones on board? And so he offers some tips in that episode as well. So yeah, it's cool to have a different person's perspective on it, you know, because the rest of the shows are basically our perspective. Yeah, really. It's nice to have somebody else's. And we're not minimalist per uh, per se, um, but I love his title. It's becoming minimalist. It's not saying that, you know, you were there or this defined thing. It's just really this journey as well to becoming minimalist. So now if you have kids, the uh, next episode, uh, simplelifetogether.com slash 013, so episode 13, is the first steps on the road to simplicity. And again, if you got kids, this is the episode to listen to. And uh, I think this is mostly you, Vanessa, but you share some great tips for starting out with your values and then going all the way through to teachable moments and building their, uh, your kids' self-confidence along the way. And I think that's a, a great show for anybody who has kids. Yes, and it's not just, you know, it's for the kids. I focus on kids, but it's really just lessons that as adults we can learn too. So, yeah. Okay, so the next one is episode 14, How Typical Is Your Home? Now, this one was very interesting because Dan came across this UCLA Center for Everyday Life of Families uh, videos that were I guess the university had had produced and put out um, by the Center for Everyday Life of Families. And it was just amazing to see um, it had anthropologists and archaeologists that were studying the average middle American family, middle class American family, and all the stuff that we have. I think it was like 32 families Mm -hmm. and... uh... 
I think that's what it was, like 32 families, but they went in, they totally cataloged everything in these people's homes. And it really just shows how ingrained stuff and more has become in our society. And it not only talks about the stuff, but all of the effects that that stuff has on the families mm-hmm. and how the families interrelate and their moods and how stressed they are and how they've transitioned from being outdoor, you know, outdoor play to more indoor play. It's more kid centric homes. And but it was just really but how how these families the parents were still looking for some type of a retreat for some serenity from their stuff. So it's kind of ironic how there's this idea that they need more, but at the same time they wanted to escape it. Right. So. And you know, and the other thing that I really like is, I mean, these were average middle-class families, mm-hmm. uh, mostly around LA, but these were not families from episodes of Hoarders or something no. like that. Mm-mm. And it really gives you a kind of a gauge to see where you are as a family. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of us, I think have come close to um, experiencing with a lot of these families sure. before we decided to make the switch. Yep, absolutely. So that that kind of rounds it out for the, the just getting started category, right? Right. So the next category is simplifying everyday life. So the first episode we'll talk about is episode 10, and this was titled How Clutter Affects Your Life. And this kind of ties in with the study we just spoke about um, when it comes to stuff, um, but it also addresses how we've allowed our lives to get cluttered with overcommitments and not just our own commitment commitments but how we overcommit even our children because that that creates stress on ourselves too and then it also talks about how clutter can be in the form of meaningless activity or duplication of effort activity that is unfulfilling or serves no real purpose and and i think we also hit on um, that it can create resentment and Mm -hmm. ill feelings about unresolved issues and i know i've had We've talked about this personally that uh, some business ideas that I've sat on for a couple of years and it's just time for me to let go. And I think I talked about that one in in the personal review episode Mm -hmm. too. Time to let some of those things go. And once you do, it's really, it's kind of freeing. It it really is. It really is. But that's just, we just kind of talk about clutter in different types of forms and facets of your life, not just physical stuff, but other things as well. So, And we also talk about um, tech and how tech can become digital clutter in our lives. All of that stuff is, I mean, sometimes you think, oh, tech, it's just a bunch of digits. I'm not tripping over it <laughs> right? and everything, but it really can clutter your life when you're trying to find something. So we hit on all of that type of stuff. So uh, the next one down is episode number nine was the power of saying no. And Vanessa, this is one that you did. And uh, Well, my favorite thing is that, first of all, it's, it's a one syllable word that all by itself can be a sentence. <laughs> Pretty powerful. Right. But the neat thing about saying no is that it helps you really keep your priorities in check. It's not always a negative thing. Right. It can be a positive thing. And for me, when I, what I try to relate to people, especially like my clients and, and even with myself, it's like when you are clear on your priorities, you can establish boundaries of what to say yes or no to. Right. And so I don't know, Dan, you know, when you say no, it kind of, I think kind of lets people know that you are in charge of your time and no one else. And it keeps you from doing or saying things that you'll regret. Yeah. And even more benefits to saying no are covered in that show. So again, that's simplelifetogether.com slash 009. So the next one up was Simplicity for a Lifetime. And that was episode number 22. And Vanessa, that one was yours too. Right. And I was inspired by this episode after working with a client who was managing the estate of a hoarder. And it just got me to thinking about how 
this person's life had gotten so complicated by collecting so many things, and then it also complicated this loved one's life after having to deal with it afterwards. Right. And so I got to thinking about how simplicity, if you embrace simplicity in your life, it's just going to be a lot easier for you and your loved ones and in, in the end, really, because yeah. it's like, I, was, I guess I just was reminded of how simplicity as a lifestyle can really help you define the life you want to live and the legacy that you want to leave behind. And so I guess I just offer some tips on how to manage your multiple streams of clutter in your home and in your life and establish routines of letting go of your clutter, as well as establishing some clear boundaries to control clutter from even entering your life in the first place. Right. Because, you know, we, have, we carry things through life. And then, yeah. And then when we're gone, it may not mean a darn thing to those who are left. Yeah. And that's... Uh, Except a lot of heartache and a lot a lot yeah. of stress and a lot of time. Because and they have guilt because they don't want to get rid of it because it was yours. Yeah, and then they're reliving those emotions again. And, you know, they want they miss you already as it is. And then to have them be reminded of that yeah. constantly with all the stuff. So anyway, it was just kind of, uh, it was inspired by a client. And I just thought I would offer some tips there. Yeah, that was a great episode. So the next one is episode 32, and it was titled, It's All About the Choices We Make. And this one was Dan. It was. So um, what I wanted to hit on here is that it, it seems like sometimes we live in an age of, um, of blame if or, and, and maybe feel like you got the short end of the stick on your situation. Mm-hmm. But the truth is we control a huge, huge part of our lives. It's all about the decisions that we make and the choices that we make. And the choices that we make today directly affect the results tomorrow. And some of those, you know, sometimes there's a correlation between the, um, the choices that we make today, but sometimes there's direct causation. You know, if, uh, if we choose where we work and where we live and what we drive and what we eat and what we own, uh, whether we rent or we buy, what we live with or what we live without, all of those things are all interrelated. We right. talk about it all the time when thinking about where we want to settle down finally. Mm-hmm. And if you settle down in the country, well, you have to have a car to get into town. Sure. You know, you ha- it causes things to happen. It's a causation uh, for, for future choices that you have to make. And so it really is a matter of, of living with a your dreams and your goals in mind mm-hmm. to make sure that the decisions and the choices that you make now are in line with those those goals and Absolutely. the desired end state you want to reach. Absolutely. That was a really, really good, uh, just kind of a thought-provoking episode. I really I really enjoyed that one. I think I was just sitting there listening to you going, man, where does he come up with this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Usually in the shower. In the shower. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the next one we got is episode 45. And uh, it's we called it Your House is on Fire. And this is a recent episode. It's only five ep- or six episodes ago. But we got tons of feedback on this one. Didn't uh-huh, we? we sure did. So we asked, what were the five things that you would choose to save if your house was on fire? And we also gave you a few assumptions, you know, uh, a little um, uh, just to kind of set the, the scenario up. Your kids were safe, your pets were safe, and all your survival needs were met. So with those assumptions met, what are the five things that mean so much to you that you would save them if your house was on fire? Right. And the bottom line question is that if it's important to you now, are you treating it the way that you should now? Yeah. If it's that important to you to, to take with you in the case of a fire... How are you treating it? Right. Is it under mounds of clutter right now? Is it up in the attic? Is it in a place that's accessible where you're enjoying it and respecting it and appreciating it? Right. If it's an heirloom, are you yeah. honoring it the way you would right. like to? And, 
and we talked about our five things and and we got we just got a lot of feedback on that one i thought that was cool yeah it was awesome but again the whole point is is really get you to thinking one what's important to you and two are you respecting those things now right so and then we went into how routines can simplify your life and this is totally up your alley oh yes <laughs> this was a very early episode and it's it's a topic that's near and dear to my heart you hear it on several other episodes <laughs> that we go over that was episode two right yeah it, this one was episode two it's called how routines can simplify your life and in, in my experience there's two common reasons people are disorganized and it's from a one a lack of defined priorities and two a lack of routines and because it's one thing to organize a space but it's a totally different ball game when it comes to maintaining it right. i mean you can go to i can go to a kitchen and organize it but you have to have follow-on routines to maintain it some kind of a system to maintain it and so that's what I talk about in this episode on how routines uh, can really help you simplify your life in so many different facets. And I offer cert- a couple of different ideas for you to kind of get started on that. And so that's another popular one. So the next one is things to eliminate in the coming year. And that was Simple Life Together, episode number eight, right? Mm-hmm. And the big gist of this was that there are some things that you have or that you do that you'd probably be a lot better without if you got rid of them <laughs> for this year. Right. And, you know, some of these are habits and some of these are just baggage that you've been carrying along the way. Mm-hmm. And it's time to get rid of them for good. So have a listen to that one, uh, especially as the new year is coming up. That's right. Uh, That's a good one. That was just before the new year last year. And, <laughs> but it's one of those evergreen episodes that it can apply anytime. Absolutely. So moving on, we have organizing what you have. So this is the name of this category, organizing what you have. And Vanessa, that totally sounds like you. (laughs) Yeah, probably dominating this section. But so first up is episode four. This is the benefits of organizing and having less. And I just think that it's, you know, it's always a good start to start with why should I get organized and what are the benefits of it? And so that just seems kind of common sense, right? It just seems like a logical place to start. So, you know, you hear us say all the time or if you've been a listener for a while, that less is more, or you've probably heard that saying. Um, so inside this episode, we really define what that means and give a lot of examples of, of the benefits of having less. Right. So that's really, I really target in on that. And, and I think that's, uh, it takes a little while to learn, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in the, when you live the uh, lifestyle of more and bigger is better. Yeah. And everything tells you that, everything you watch or everything you read, it mm-hmm. tells you that. And, and it really takes a while to deprogram yourself from that and learn that, you know, less really is, is right. better off. Yeah, you know, it's something you can't just switch overnight, you're right, but um, but this is a great episode to kind of remind you of that, especially, you know, even I look, kind of look back at these things and go, okay, let me get refocused on why this is important, yeah. why I don't need this, and so that's a good place to start when, uh, as far as uh, organizing. And so up next, you have how to organize any space, and that was episode <laughs> number 12. Yeah, so this is a great episode because we share with you a step-by-step process in organizing a space, and it doesn't start with buying a bunch of products, right, Dan? Yeah, I don't think we shared this. Well, I, I did. It. Okay, well, I shared it. Yeah, you're right. So the thing is that, we, you know, folks are like, okay, Dan and Vanessa, you convinced us, right? We hear right. this, you've convinced us to edit things, but how do I do it? How do I get started? And so I offer just a basic four-step process on how you can go through that. And it's a process you can use every time you need to organize any space. So that's a pretty fun one, too. Carrying that forward, the next episode is episode 20, where I get into even more details on how to organize a space. And I actually talk about how to organize your clothes closet. Because <laughs> it was 
being requested quite a bit. So I was like, well, I'll go ahead and tackle that. So I decided to do an episode. And I th- I think the big reason why people were requesting how do I organize my, my closet was because when you decide to edit things out of your life, it seems like a logical place to start with your clothes because they're yours and you're usually not sharing them with anybody. Right. And so it's not like it's you know, a kitchen or a garage or a family room and, and you have to get others involved. If you're, if you are starting on the road to simplicity, it's always easy to start with your own stuff first. So that's why I think I tackled that. Yeah. So this episode walks you through that simple four-step process I talked about just a minute ago. And it also gives you some more specific ideas and tips on how to fine tune and organize your clothes. So it's a fun one. I like that one. <laughs> Not real applicable to us right now. Oh, I know. <laughs> We're doing Project 333. Oh. We have like, we could fit everything in like a shopping bag. <laughs> but it's all good. <laughs> all so right. Then uh, helping others edit and organize is always uh, a big requested topic because it's like, well, how do I get so-and-so to do... Right. When it comes to organizing. Right. You know, making the decision to edit and simplify your life may come easy, but getting your loved ones on board can be a little tricky. So that's why in episode 21, we talked about helping others edit and organize. So in this episode, we discuss how we've worked together, How, right, Dan, you yeah. and I, how we've worked together on our own editing projects, and we offer some tips to help you work with others to help get them on board. So that's a helpful episode. But some people just can't get rid of their clutter. They can't. So you hit that one, too. That's right. So in episode three, I talk about why we can't let go of our clutter. And I highlight some of the most common reasons we can't let go of our things. And it really kind of hits home um, to a lot of folks because a lot of times we're just holding on to things for just sentimental value or this need of obligation or whatnot. So I kind of talk about that. Again, it's kind of like what the benefits of organizing are. You kind of need to know also why you can't let go. Those two kind of go hand in hand. You need to be aware of both of those before you kind of get started on your simplicity journey. And so that's why I offer some basic tips and answer questions that you can ask yourself to help guide you in the process of letting go of your things. Right. That was a good one, too. How do I how do I handle this? And what if I need it again down the road? Right. But probably the most requested topic we've had has been how to organize your photos. And so uh, episode number 40 was all about that one. That's right. Because it was such a requested topic, I was like, you know, Dan, I think I need to get an expert on photo organizing on here. And so we did. We invited Kathy Nelson, who is the president um, and founder founder of the Association Association of Personal Personal Photo Photo Organizers. (laughs) And she was fabulous. And what I really liked about her is that she encourages both digital and hard copy photo organizing to share your best moments of your life so she's not just digital or just the hard copy you know photo album she says you know you need to capture those stories and one of the lines that I remember her saying and I just always cracked up when I when I heard it was she says don't let your kids grow up to be jpegs (laughs) and so she just encourages you to pick your most memorable and special moments capture those in into just a few photo albums so that you can enjoy and share those with your family and friends and loved ones. So awesome, awesome tips that she shared with us there. And then organizing important documents was a biggie, and you covered that one in episode number 27. Right, so I started off with 70% of Americans will die without a will. I don't know about the rest of the world, I just know that in America, seventy percent of folks will die without a will. I bet even a higher percentage of that die against their will. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe, yeah. Well, well, 
the whole point of this uh, with this episode was that you know part of organizing is being prepared for major life events and to help prevent additional emotional stress in those situations. Right. And so in this episode, I hit on the why, the what, and how to organize important life documents. Right. And My disclaimer, though, is that I'm not an accountant, uh, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> right. So if you have real serious questions about some of your important, important documents, I recommend going to those folks in your family <laughs> first. Because you may screw it up, but it'll be organized. It'll be organized. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we're moving on to the next category now, which is designing your lifestyle. So, Dan, why don't you start with that? Oh, wait. No. you got to start out with the, you know, <laughs> the first thing you do to, to start out your day is your morning routine. That's right. So you you hit creating your morning routine in episode 15. So, why don't you start off with that one? Well, yes. I know I already talked about how routines can simplify your life, and that was episode two. But in this episode, I get pretty specific and give some tips on how to make your morning run just a little bit smoother because, let's face it, your entire day can be affected by which foot you start off on in the morning, <laughs> the right foot or the wrong foot. And That's it can make right. the difference between a good day or a manic Monday, So even though it's Friday. <laughs> so just saying. But uh, that was just kind of a fun one, too, just kind of give you an example of how a specific routine can really help your day run a little bit smoother. And you also hit on in this in this uh, this category the difference between being frugal and being cheap. All right, so I know I'm going to monopolize the next category. So this one's pretty much okay. <laughs> well, I guess I was inspired by this episode as we start our journey because when you consciously make a decision to simplify your life, you no doubt start looking at your financial resources and how best to utilize them and how to maintain a life of simplicity, but not deprive yourself, right? Right. So as we started our journey, I started to wonder, am I being cheap or frugal? And what's the difference? So in this episode, I explained the difference between the two. And what we really concluded was that we like nice stuff. We just don't like too much of it. Right. You know, so we don't feel any guilt about spending a lot of money on something that is good and quality that we're buying um, that's in line with our long-term goals, like our like our teardrop camper. Mm-hmm. You know, we have no problem spending that money and making sure that we get something that's quality and that will last and right. that we will enjoy. But, I mean, could we could easily just go with an old tent that we bought off of Craigslist, mm-hmm. but that's not going to fulfill our long-term goals. We're right. not going to enjoy that as much. So, yeah, you're right. It's just finding that, that right balance, what's in line with what you're, you know, priorities are and having choosing quality but not expending your resources on everything just because it's a good deal or a good price and right. wasting your money on other things it's really things have to be in line with what your goals are and what your priorities are absolutely and then in episode 19 uh and again this is under the lifestyle category we interviewed farnoosh brock and talked all about juicing and so here we are it's it's almost Thanksgiving. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. As a matter of fact, as we record this, and the show will be out tomorrow. Um, but as Christmas approaches, or whatever holiday that you celebrate, how many of you have a juicer on your list? You know, juicing is really kind of <laughs> taken a huge foothold. And we talked with her about everything that had to do with juicing and juice fest that we've done and how we've incorporated it in our lives as part of our lifestyle. And... She had just released her uh, book at the time, and uh, and so we just had a great conversation with Farnoosh about all of the benefits of juicing. Mm-hmm. And so if that's something that you, you want to simplify some of the foods in your life, 
then uh, that might be an episode that you'd be interested in or passing along. Definitely, definitely. So the next one under the lifestyle category is Life Spam Filter. And Dan, that was you. And that was episode 22. That was episode 22 as well. Now, you talked about something from 22 earlier. But, you know, Mm -hmm. for those of you who are brand new to the show, we used to do two separate and distinct topics every show. And then we kind of homogenize that into, <laughs> into one one episode per show and w- that we both discussed. But I kind of was looking at um, how, just like our email clients, like if you're a Gmail user, you have a spam filter. Well, I guess any email client has a spam filter. But what that does is it takes all the junk out of your inbox, right? So you don't have to deal with it. Right. Well, we need a spam filter for our life too. And in our case, we feel that simplicity is our spam filter for life and it protects us in our everyday lives from all the false promises of better and bigger and limited time offer and but wait there's more you <laughs> right. know? all of those things that go on that we're inundated with and it's uh, simplicity filters out much of the negative so we can concentrate on the positive and so I kind of talk about all the ins and outs of using simplicity as your life's spam filter in episode 22. That's brilliant. <laughs> and then the next one that I hit on was, uh, that I think would be a good one for you to listen to, was called Busy is the New I'm Fine. And that was in episode 36. And so what hit me was, it was like in a period of a couple of days, you know, you ask somebody, hey man, how's it going? Or what's going on? And, or how you doing? And, and the default answer was, oh man, but Busy. Busy, busy. Busy, busy, man, busy. I mean, I'm talking to the cashier, or the bagger at our grocery store, and it's like, oh, man, busy, busy. And I was like the only one in line. There's nobody behind me. I'm like, dude, you're not that busy. But I think it's just a habit that some people have gotten into. And, I mean, I've even found myself guilty of it from time to time. And I'm, I'm not really sure that people are that busy or just think they're supposed to be that busy or maybe they just perceive themselves as as that busy but you know I talked about taking some time to evaluate whether you're just making excuses for something else and and if you really you know you have no kidding become that busy in your life Mm -hmm. maybe you need to find out why and I mean if somebody asks you how you're doing the first thing you say man busy 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 well you know, if you're that busy, take a look at yourself because right. being too busy is a problem and it's probably going to stand in the way of simplifying your life. Right. So I also talked about one of the tools that I used for analysis and I use it all the time called the five whys. And you can learn all about how to use the five whys at simplelifetogether.com slash zero three six. Yeah, that was great. So the next one is live the life of your dreams. And that was episode 49. Just two episodes ago. Yeah. Right. So yeah, so this one was pretty recent and you may have already listened but it really hits hard on some of the cornerstones of simplicity the freedoms from and the freedoms to and it's really kind of an extension of episode 32 it's all about the choices we make Mm -hmm. so those kind of go i mean we didn't know that at the time when we did these but looking back and recommending them it seems like uh like those are almost like sister episodes right you know so have a listen to that one episode 49 and then the final category is your digital life simplified. Right. So this one is going to be mostly you. Right, move over, girl. It's my turn. Give me that mic. <laughs> so uh, the biggest problem a lot of people have when they talk about their digital life is their email. And so in episode 12, I titled Sun Tzu and the Art of Inbox Warfare. And I hit on that the key to email management is the same as it is to physical things in your life. You really need to 
limit what you allow into your life. And this show is really packed with great tips to help you get the most from your inbox. And I even hit on email filters a little bit in Gmail and some techniques that I use to keep my inbox flowing smoothly. But that was a very popular episode as well. And folks were writing in saying, I've got down to inbox zero. And, you know, they were just really excited about using some of the techniques to edit their inbox and keep things from filling it up. So that was really great. We got feedback from a few that said, yeah, I don't don't use my inbox as a to-do list anymore. That was pretty popular. Yeah. So then moving on, I have Gateway Gadgets, which was in episode 14. And this was like me going to confession when I was a little <laughs> kid. You know? We all have our weaknesses, and mine is gadgets. Right. And in this show, I, I talk about uh, all the little things that lead to big things in life. So you think you're just buying into something small, but then you end up getting a bunch of other things to go along with it. And I called those Gateway Gadgets. I took that from health class when they said, oh, you know... Oh, it's a gateway drug, drug. Gateway it leads right to the hard drugs, you know. Right. But gateway gadgets are, I think, can be even worse sometimes. They seem simple enough, but they lead you to buy more accessories and add-ons, mm-hmm. and it just seems never-ending. Right. And so that was my struggle with gateway gadgets, and uh, and I think there's a lot of folks who are techies who suffer with that as well. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, the next one was this idea. Dan was just sitting, you know, we were just sitting in the office, and, and you looked over at me, Dan, and you're like, I wonder if you're frustrated because we had the ink had frozen up or had it, dried it out. Dried up because we use our printer so little. Yes, and, and he's then, <laughs> and then on edit on the edit and forget it Facebook page, Farnoosh Brock, who we just talked about in uh, episode 19 from Juicing. Yeah. Right. She put on there. My husband and I have eliminated our printer, and it just fascinated me. And so I, I was like. I've never even considered. Let's explore not, this yeah. idea. Let's explore it. Yeah, I so. never even considered living without a printer. And and it really just got me thinking about all of the workarounds for something that I couldn't stand that I would love to eliminate. <laughs> and so the reason I listed this one here on this list is because, uh, you know, it's great to listen to. And maybe you'll come up with some ideas to help you deal with something that grates on you. Mm-hmm. But you've never considered uh, getting rid of until now. You've always just considered it a necessary evil. Right. And that's what the printer was to me. Now, candidly, we still have our printer. We still use it very seldomly, but we don't buy ink for it anymore. And when it's done, I think, I think we're done because I'm, I'm getting to the point now where I'm yeah. done with it as well. <laughs> yeah. So really the only thing we use it for is you occasionally print out um, support agreements. Yeah, service agreements service for agreements, clients. And then right. our son sometimes prints out homework on it. That's right. Yep. So the next two episodes are episodes 17 and 18, where you, Dan, put together these two episodes about Evernote. And boy, were those popular. Yeah, those have kind of, those have been kind of pillar posts, I think, for us, or mm-hmm. pillar podcasts. And um, Evernote, by far, is my favorite program. And it can easily become one of your power programs, too. And for a lot of folks, they just don't seem to get Evernote. It, it seems cool. They feel like they should be using it, but they just don't get it. So if that's you or you're new to Evernote or you just need a refresher, episodes 17 and 18 are for you. And I take you through a whole bunch of different um, uh, kind of a windshield tour of Evernote and right. some different tips and techniques that you can use to simplify using Evernote and becoming more productive with that. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I know I learned a lot from those two episodes from you as well. And, and that's Really, the one that we're asked mostly to speak about mm-hmm. lately, too, is, is Evernote. And so the next one I want to talk about is menu bar apps and browser extensions. 
And that was episode number 21. And this is a little geeky. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, this is tech stuff. But there are tons of free or very cheap menu bar apps and browser extensions that you can get to enhance your offline and your online experience. And I cover what I use on my Mac, but I also hit some equivalents for the PC. And I guess I, when I'm asked, well, what are they? Um, I say they're like little superpowers that you can... Uh, you'll be really surprised at how they add additional functionality um, to kick your computing into warp speed. And there's lots of different things that you can use menu bar apps and, and browser extensions for. Things like cutting and pasting, right. uh, you know, doing screenshots and annotations. Uh, or, or you know how sometimes you're on a website and it's like full of ads, but you just want to read the article? Mm-hmm. Well, things like Evernote Clearly, that's a, that's a, a browser extension. You click on that, and it gets rid of everything else, and all you read is the article. So, well, what's really neat about these two is that you have extensive show notes on that, yeah. Dan. And so, if anyone's interested in learning more, because it's one thing to hear it, right. that's great. But you know, again, tech stuff is kind of easier to see it visually or read about it. And so, so we offer we've got really in, uh, extensive show notes on those and links to all these different uh, menu bar apps and things like that too. So Yeah, and you can find that at simplelifetogether.com slash zero two one. And then episode number six, another one of our very, very popular episodes, and that's with our friend Brooks Duncan, and he joins us to talk about going digital or going paperless. And we mention Brooks Duncan's visit on the show a lot. And right. Honestly, reason number one is that he's awesome. You know? <laughs> but reason number two is that so many people want to go digital. They just don't know how to get started. Mm-hmm. And they're a little intimidated. And then they have a lot of questions. And so we brought on the expert at that, and that's Brooks. And he takes us you know, from simple tips to what scan- uh, all the way to what scanners to invest in. And we cover all the basics of going digital and more in episode six. Right. He offered a lot of wonderful tips. So next up is managing passwords with 1Password. And that was in episode 28. And again, Dan's going to tackle this one. But I know that I get requested all the time from my clients. Like, I don't know how to manage all these passwords. And I'm like, 1Password, 1Password. So, (laughs) yeah, you have a couple of options. Use the same thing for every every site same password same login for every site and that is a no-go that's because no-no. you know somebody breaks into one and you lost you could lose all your information everything. have everything compromised or other people write them down in a little notebook and then they got to remember where the little notebook that's is. that's right mm-hmm. or they hide them under they think they hide them <laughs> under like the keyboard or something <laughs> but we use a program called one password and and you know Let's face it, passwords and logins are a crazy pain point for so many people. Mm-hmm. And when we're asked how we deal with it, we just tell them that we use uh, a program called 1Password. And yes, there are other programs out there, but we have the most experience with 1Password, and it's what works for us. And what it is, it's a full-featured password and identity manager. So you can automatically save and fill all your website logins. You can, uh, and it's all integrated with your web browsers, and there's support for all the popular browsers out there. But you can also generate super, super strong passwords with their password generator, and it has very advanced security measures. And so, one password is definitely the password manager of choice for us, and that's the one we recommend. And we talk about that in episode number 28. So, simplelifetogether.com/slash zero two eight. And then the last one I have under the tech stuff is backing up your digital information. 
And in this episode, it was back in epi- it was way back in episode. Yeah, it was three. one of the early ones. Yeah. So mm-hmm. episode three, I talk about all the fundamentals of digital backup to keep your info safe. Uh, and and candidly, I, I mentioned a product that I was trying out at the time, and in the end, it just didn't work out that well for me. It was called Dolly Drive, and I just I just didn't like it. It, right. it seemed to really bog down my computer. But the main message of document safety and backup is solid. And trust me, you'll save a whole bunch of heartache right. if you um, if you back up your information. Yeah, we I remember we had a listener uh, write in just giving so much thanks to you, Dan, for really saving his life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all, he backed up all his information in time and then it just as soon as he got it done his hard drive crashed. It was so that was that was really kind of a <laughs> a lifesaver for him, but that's definitely a good episode. Like you said, the main message is really you're talking about your basic what you need to do to back up your digital information and there's like just kind of a th- three tiers of of backup and I think that was right. a really really beneficial for everybody. Right. Well, so there you have it. You know, it's this is our we call it our simplicity quick start resource to help you get a head start on simplifying your life in the coming year. And you know, I said all the time, why wait for the new year to make a resolution? Start now and get ahead <laughs> there of the There you pack. go. But even if you do wait for the new year, it's all good, you know, but just we're giving you a whole month to listen to some of these episodes and read through the show notes like you said, Vanessa. There's mm-hmm. a lot of great info in the show notes. And as we take the month of December off, and we'll talk about that in a moment, um, it's a it's just a great opportunity for folks to get caught up. Yeah, so I think that's, a good, that's some good motivation. So for you out there, are you going to get a jump on the new year and start simplifying now? And if you are, what are some of your favorite episodes? We'd love to know what, you, yeah. which, what, what episodes we've done that are your favorite. And let us know if we missed something that, uh, that you think that would make your quick start more complete. So we can... Get that out to our listeners. Yeah, so in long term, what we want this episode to be is we'll probably put it on our site as a quick start guide for others who just find the show, mm-hmm. you know, coming to the, uh, they just happened to find us recently or whatever, and they want a place to start. We think this is a, a good resource for them to start with. Definitely. So uh, so if we miss something, let us know and we'll add it in there. Okay. So, so I think it's time for the thing yeah, segment, right? And I think I'm going to go first. My thing this week is some road time. Now, I've put, geez, I've put over over 2,500 miles on in the last week. And, <laughs> you know, I left, I left home in San Antonio, and I was on my way up to, um, to Wisconsin to pick up our new teardrop. And I was sleeping in the truck. And then I, after I picked up the trailer, I was sleeping in the teardrop. And I had just some simple things, you know, made me happy. I had my Hudson Bay Point blanket that my brother bought back in when he was in the military in the Vietnam era. He bought this from L.L. Bean, and I still have it. It still does the job. I had that in a comforter. And <laughs> Our legs are under it right now. <laughs> yeah, feet are under it now. <laughs> and, um, and while I was driving, I was listening to uh, Henry David Thoreau's Walden on audiobook. And here's a tip. I got that from LibriVox.org for free. They have books that are in the public domain. They have the audiobooks on LibriVox.org for free. So I have my sunflower seeds, some lemon water, some coffee, and occasionally I'd stop and get a Tabasco Slim Jim. And so I had a great 2,500-mile-plus road trip and made new friends along the way and you know met some new friends, visited family. I saw old friends, some after 25 years. Wow. And just I really had a blast enjoying 
this beautiful country that we live in and mm-hmm. uh, seeing the sights along the way. And we really are blessed when it comes to that. That's nice. So, Vanessa, what's your thing? <laughs> My thing? Well, talking about uh, Thoreau's Walden, I was contemplating what books to bring for our little girl. And I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't want to pick her. I don't know which ones to pick. I was just getting you know, confused and conflicted. And I was just trying to keep things simple, go figure. And then I just thought, I bet there's free children's books out there, digital children's book that I can just download to my Kindle app on my iPad. And so sure enough, I went to Amazon and said, free Kindle children's books. And a ton of them popped up. But what I liked is that I could review most of them to see if they were worth downloading. And I got like 10 free digital books for our daughter without having to <laughs> to pack a separate carry-on just for her books because the girl loves to read. Yeah, she does. She's a great reader at age six right now. But uh, So that is my thing is that, one, is that there's free audiobooks out there and that cuts down on the clutter and the weight and all that good stuff. But two, it just made me think. And free digital books too, right? Free, yeah, free digital books. Yeah. And so I was just like, it just made me think. Sometimes you just got to stop and think there's there's got to be a better way. We don't have to do it this archaic way or whatever. (laughs) Just stop and think if there's another solution. And there was. And she loved it. She was an angel on the flights. Awesome. That's my thing. All right. So our only announcement for this week is I wanted to remind you that if you're not on our email list, then you're probably missing out on one or two blog posts that we do per week, you know, on good weeks. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) And the occasional video, too. So you can subscribe right on SimpleLifeTogether.com over on the right-hand side. And remember, if you have questions or comments, you can always reach us at dan at simplelifetogether.com and at Daniel Hayes on Twitter or Vanessa at simplelifetogether.com and at Get Simplified on Twitter. And there are links to our Google Plus profiles on the website. So that's it for episode 51 of Simple Life Together. The best time to start simplifying is now, not when the calendar reads a certain number or month. So for a list of the episodes to get you going, just go to simplelifetogether.com slash 051 or simplelifetogether.com slash start to get started. And my thing was road time with Thoreau and Vanessa's thing was her free digital books through uh, Amazon and downloading them onto her iPad. So as usual, like you said, you can find all the info and links for today's show at simplelifetogether.com slash 051. So let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life too. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. And remember, we're taking December off, so get caught up. Because <laughs> come 2014, we're back at you. Right, in your face. Or in your ears, actually. In your ears. Yeah. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your... Simple life together.